Hi everyone, welcome back to the Get A Fucking Life Babe podcast. I am your host, Lydia Killian, and I am so sorry that it's taken me so long to get this podcast out. I have been hyper-focused on creating YouTube content at the moment, so if you haven't seen that already, then go check it out. Um, And I have quite like obsessive tendencies, so like, like once one thing's got my attention, like that's all my attention. Plus with, you know, my one-on-one calls and creating content and the new membership that I'm releasing, it's just been, it's been a lot of content going on, but just not the podcast. So I'm so excited to be delivering to you this podcast today and I feel like it's going to be a really powerful big sis episode. So that's a pre-warning, there's some big sis talk going down in today's episode, as usual. And I just feel like it's a really, really important podcast so I'm so happy to be delivering it to you today. What I want to talk about first though is I am launching a membership at the moment. We start this Sunday and we have our first training call next Tuesday so that will be Tuesday the 19th of December. If you are listening after that then you will still be able to join and get the replay to that call so yeah you'll still be involved. The membership is literally like my baby so I want to be able to help you all in the best way that I can on a huge scale. So in this membership, not only will you be getting all of the workshops I have already created, so yes, the Magnetic as Fuck workshop will be included in the membership. The Manifest Your SP and Love workshop will be included in the membership. Like, that's fucking insane. So not only will you get in the workshops, you're getting the new workshops that I've created, including the ones on how to become a money magnet and change your money story forever, how to manifest your dream body and how to manifest love in general. Like I am honestly giving you every single thing I can give you to change your life in 2004 on all cylinders. We have sleep affirmations in there. Yes, like actual sleep affirmations that you can listen to. I do always recommend you listen to your own. I will always be flat out honest on that. However, you have asked me to do it, so I have delivered. You asked me for PDFs. (laughs) You all love PDFs. So I've given you the PDFs in there. There's also other meditations and EFT available in there. This is your one-stop shop. Shop, shop. (laughs) This is your one-stop shop to change your fucking life. I have linked it down below in the podcast description, in this episode's description. Go and check it out. Honest to God, it's my baby. And not only that, oh my God, I forgot the most important part. So you get the membership. You also get two monthly trainings with me where you can ask your questions, be coached with me on that training. So you're getting fucking coaching for that as well. And the members area where you can make a manifestation buddy and you can manifest together. Like I could not live without my manifestation best friends. I really, really couldn't. Like when I first started out in manifestation like 16 years ago, I remember taking the book The Secret into school in year 11. Imagine the the goals, the gumption, the audacity that I had as a 16-year-old girl to believe in this shit. I, lo- I love that 16-year-old version of myself. That book is the reason why I do this. It's the reason that like, I wouldn't recommend it as like a manifestation, you know, um, Bible anymore, but it was my starting point And that's what got me into this industry and made me want to be in this industry. But all my friends just laughed at me when I showed them that book. And I didn't get any manifestation friends until I was about 26. Luckily, my mum and dad believe in manifestation. So 
I had me and my dad read the book at the same time. So I had him to bounce off and my mum bounced off me as well and she'd help me. But yeah, it took me so long to find manifestation best friends. So I want them all for you because I want you to have them. It's so powerful to have people you can share your wins with and people who are rooting for you and people who believe in what you believe in. It's so powerful. So yes, that's my membership. Join my gang. The link is below. I would love to have you in there. I want to talk to you. I want to help you. I want to change your life. Like, let's change your life. I feel like I'm overexcited now. <laughs> I need to chill out before the rest of the podcast because it's a serious topic. You know it's a serious topic. Or I don't want to say serious because manifestation is supposed to be fun. But you know I'm about to hit you with a big cis talk when I have bullet points ready for you. <laughs> I've been curating this bullet point list for about a month, to be fair, because I just want you all to manifest in the safest and healthiest way for your mindset. And I think that there are some things within the manifestation industry or teachings or just like just in the air and bad habits in general that we all do. So this is not throwing shade on anybody. I have done all of these things I've mentioned in the past. And that's another big reason why I don't want you to do them. So this is going to be a really empowering episode. Yes, it's one of those episodes where if the shoe fits, then Cinderella, you better fucking wear it. And it's about being self-aware with your own manifestation practices. But this episode is... is, is uh, oh my gosh, I'm so tongue-tied today. Do you know what? I'm leaving it in. Fuck it. So... <laughs> Oh my days. It's designed to empower you. I don't want you to think this is a negative episode or I'm trying to call any of you out. This is your big sis looking after you and literally wrapping you up, giving you a hug and saying, come on you bad bitch, let's do it in a healthy, safe, empowering way. So my first bullet point of the day is the myth that you have to be high vibe all the time in order to manifest the life you want. Now, I'm going to put a disclaimer on that by, I want you to be high vibe all the time. I want you to be in good energy. I want you to be happy. And I want you to feel ecstatic all the time. But you are a human being. You are going to have a grand scale of emotions at any given point during any given day. You are not a self-service checkout. You're not a robot. You are allowed to feel the feels. And, you know, this this like notion of don't react to the 3D, ignore circumstances. Yes, don't, you know, throw a hissy fit if somebody hasn't texted you back within three hours and start sending them paragraphs after paragraphs from your anxious attachment. Don't do that. And, you know, don't let the circumstances in front of you dictate the future you're going to have because no circumstance in front of you means anything that would hinder your end result. However, you know, if the circumstances have upset you, you're allowed to have a cry about it. You're allowed to spend like an hour a day, even a week if you fucking want to, processing the emotion of whatever has come up. Now, Again, I don't want you to sit in that and I don't want you to dwell in it. I want you to eventually pull yourself up by the straps and say, do you know what? I'm going to do some EFT. I'm going to regulate my nervous system. I'm going to get back to my affirmations. I'm going to script out my new life. I'm going to go do something fun for myself. I'm going to stick a series on Netflix. I'm going to positively distract myself from the circumstance, but I'm going to process it nonetheless. Because when we are avoiding processing these emotions. So when we're ignoring what's in front of us to the point where we're not processing our emotions, all you are doing is burying those feelings and they are gonna come out eventually. 
and they are going to sit within you until you do process them. So if anything has pissed you off, do forgiveness work, do forgiveness EFT, like write a letter to the circumstance and accept it. A lot of us don't move on from something that's happened because we're so blindly taught to just ignore the circumstances. And I'm and I, I get it, I get the message, I get the messaging regarding that because I don't want you to believe that this circumstance has to stop you. But sometimes you are stuck in that stagnant limbo energy because you're trying to ignore something that you can't ignore emotionally. And so you're in this, trying to affirm over it, like something's happened, you're trying to affirm against it and you're keeping yourself stuck in this unhealthy limbo. So the acceptance is a really massive part of manifesting, actually. When you can accept, okay, this is really shit. I don't like what's in front of me. I'm gonna own it. I don't like this circumstance that's in front of me, but I know it's just a result of past thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. And therefore, because I know it's a result of the past, I can change the future by thinking differently, believing differently now, and using that as the motivation, using that as the empowerment, but not doing it to just suppress your feelings. This idea that we have to be high vibe can be what I describe as toxic positivity, where we're not allowing ourselves to go through the motions of being a human being. And no sad day, no bad day can ever stop any force on the planet giving you what you want. The universe is way more powerful than an hour of you crying. And all you need is that dominant vibration, so that dominant faith of it's gonna work out for me. I can't see how it's gonna work out. Yes, I'm sad right now. Yes, I'm having a bad day, but I know it's still gonna work out for me. And I don't have to force this happy mood. In order. Like God does not require me. The universe does not require me to be in a happy mood in order for me to get what I want. That's not one of my requirements. That's an assumption I've placed on myself, but it's not an actual requirement. I can get anything I want at any given time. So this was um, this was something I found within my business over all of my years. I've been self-employed for 10 years. And because I've been so indoctrinated with high vibe, high vibe, high vibe, up until about four years ago, I had this, if I'm not in a good mood, then I can't earn money. And do you know like how crippling that is to a business because I'm not going to be in a good mood all the time it's exhausting <laughs> and so the days where I was having a bad day and then I would not make money on top of that that would that would just piss me off even more and when you think of the really successful entrepreneurs like the Jeff Bezos the Elon Musk like I guarantee they have had bad days and sad days on their way to the trillions didn't stop them because they know that their business is a gold mine. They know that they have a great business and they put all their faith in that. Whereas I was putting all my faith into, I have to be in a happy mood to manifest. And so shit was hitting the fan when I wasn't in a happy mood. And then I'd be even unhappier. So do you see what, do you see how this is so toxic? And it's just also knowing and having the confidence that I'm good enough exactly where I am right now. I don't need anything in order to manifest. I don't need to be in a good mood. I don't need to be high vibe and bouncing off the walls. Like I'm good enough exactly as I am. The universe loves me exactly where I am at. I am capable of having everything I want right now. It's available to me right now. And so that's the empowering side of this that I want you to realize. So whenever anything comes up, process it. Allow yourself to be pissed off. Allow yourself to be angry. Don't dwell in it. Don't use it as an excuse to be a victim and sit in the circumstances for two months and not do any of your mindset work. I'm not saying, you know, that's an also one extreme to the other, but allow yourself to process it and be easy on yourself and give yourself the grace of having a bad day from here and there, time to time.
Wow, we are 12 minutes in. I feel like this is going to be a little bit of a hefty podcast, so sorry about that. But again, Big Sis loves you so much. The next point on my list is when we are... This is specifically to anybody manifesting love or anybody manifesting an SP, and I know that there are loads of you out there. When you avoid setting boundaries because you want to manifest something different, you're not the Wizard of Oz. Okay, so like, yes, we manifest. Yes, we influence reality by changing what's within us and the outside world will change. But we're not physically pulling the puppet strings on someone else and we're not controlling their behavior. So if their behavior in front of you is not what you deserve and is not respectful, then what a lot of us tend to do, and me included in the past, I have been guilty of doing this. Instead of going, hey, I don't agree with that. Don't treat me like that. And putting a boundaries in place, putting our boundaries in place, we try and manifest them being different. That is putting all of our power in something we cannot control. Do you know how easy, much easier it is to say, "Hey, hon, that that's not how I want to be treated. I'm not fucking with that." And then you pouring all the power into you, into your self concept, into your confidence, and into getting a fucking life. They will shape up so fast when you do that. You will spend months trying to manifest a different scenario instead of just saying, hey, I don't like that. The reason we don't say, hey, don't treat me like that is because we, number one, we're bought into this, everybody is you pushed out narrative, which, you know, I agree with to an extent. But again, I don't think we're the puppet masters literally controlling what somebody else is doing and forcing them to treat you in a shit way. So whilst you might be an energetic match for that behavior, it doesn't mean you are making them do anything. I refuse to believe that. Especially when the disrespect is so disrespectful. And another reason we don't do it is because a lot of us have a lot of anxiety around love and we believe if we set boundaries that they'll go away and they, you know, we're gonna lose them. And a couple of points on that. If we lose them for the time being, when they're being disrespectful and they are not treating us how we deserve, then fucking good. Great. Get out my fucking life until you come correct. Don't put over this shitty behavior just because you want love and just because you want validation or affection and you need them right now. Put that energy into yourself. No matter how painful it is, you have to choose you. This is why self-concept and self-love is so important because when you work on self-concept above everything else, you will naturally enforce boundaries. It will feel so natural, it won't even feel uncomfortable because you will have the confidence to know that boundaries are sexy. Boundaries are the way to keep people in your life in a healthy way. And so you know, listen, if I set a boundary, they're gonna come correct on that. Like, if they love me, which I know they do, and I know I'm this shit, this is what self-concept will tell you. Like, I, I know they're gonna match this boundary, so I'm gonna set it. Anxious attachment and not working on your self-concept will tell you or like just an insecure mentality in general will will tell you don't set the boundary they're going to leave us the love's going to be gone so have that knowing within yourself that when someone's disrespecting you we say nah, no no nobody like no I know you can come correct I know you've got it within you like whatever but I'm not being treated like that and have that like just have that knowing that it's sexy boundaries are sexy people respect boundaries you know, there's manifestation, but there is basic human psychology that goes in hand with it as well. And when we are constantly teaching somebody that they can get away with everything, they can disrespect us, they can walk all over us, they will continue to do it. And I know that a lot of you can relate to that in the past where you have given, 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 no boundaries, no boundaries, and no boundaries, like, and they're still not stepping up to the plate. 
it's time to change that. And again, a lot of us in the manifestation community will spend six months visualizing them as the perfect partner instead of just saying, listen, babe, pack it in because we don't like the confrontations. And this is why we also accept breadcrumbs in our manifestation, whether that's through romantic relationships or business-wise or anything-wise, because we're like, oh my God, like I've been manifesting, I've been manifesting this thing, so I'm getting crumbs of it, so I have to accept it because I've been manifesting it. No, you can wait for the whole cake. You don't have to expect the breadcrumbs. You can have the whole loaf, cake or loaf, <laughs> whichever one you want, you can have it all and it can be on its way for you. It, do you know what? Sometimes it just takes that little bit of self-discipline of putting up a boundary in place to then reap the rewards after. It's not an instant gratification a boundary isn't. Sometimes it's going to feel really shit when you do it, but the dividends pay off tenfold. Whilst I'm on the subject of romantic interests also, I did a video on my TikTok on this last week, but anxious attachment and insecurity in general will have you convinced that every single person you meet is the one or every connection that you have, whether it's massive or small is the one and that's not always the case so don't try and make anybody fit a jigsaw puzzle piece that they don't No, let me just go back on that don't try and make someone fit your jigsaw if the puzzle doesn't fit it like if the piece oh god if the piece doesn't fit the puzzle <laughs> so a lot of you like you're getting this piece of a puzzle and it clearly doesn't fit yours, but you're cutting it, you're trying to bend it, you're trying to say 50,000 affirmations about it. Sometimes people are just not compatible. That's fine. If there's a genuine love connection and you're compatible and you have the same values and this is your person, by all means, manifest it to your heart's content. I'm not discouraging you from doing that. But if you have just stumbled across a randomer, you've been on one date, you know fucking nothing about them or that you like their or that you like their smile and you both like red flavoured crisp, like you both like ready salted crisp, like, oh my god, he must be the one because he loves ready salted and no one else loves ready salted. Like, no, you don't have to bend and shape everyone to fit your narrative. Again, a secure mindset, a high self-concept is an there's an abundance of people out there for me. He doesn't have to be, she does, he or she does not have to be the one. Like, there's so many fish in the sea for me. Someone more compatible will come along. I feel like I'm really messing with a lot of yours heads today on a lot of the things you've been taught. But hey-ho, I'm not, not one to bother about upsetting the apple cart. I'll fucking do what I want. And I want you to have a happy, healthy relationship with manifesting instead of spending two, three years of your life obsessing over the wrong things and wasting your precious years. What I am really passionate about alongside manifestation is not wasting our lives. That's why like my bit, this is why the podcast is called Get a Fucking Life, babe, because I don't want your whole life to be based around obsessing over one thing when you have a whole damn life to be obsessed with. So, you know, all this big sis talk is said with so much love. I feel like I'm being really mean, so I'm really reiterating that. <laughs> I feel like every point I go, I'm like, but I love you. <laughs> I feel like I've spoken enough about boundaries and relationships today for you to get the point, but I'm just going to add one thing, because I'm going to do a whole other podcast about this in the new year, or a TikTok video, or YouTube, whatever comes to mind. But being the curse of the chill girl, what I call the curse of the chill girl, the chill girl is super fine with everything. He doesn't want a relationship, me neither, babe. No, no, I'm cool. I'm not like the other girls, I'm chill. Do you know chill girls? rarely get what they fucking want this is why boundaries are important this is why there's a book called men love bitches and whilst that gets misinterpreted to we need to be horrible to men that's not the case the whole point of the book was 
boundaries are sexy. So I'm going to do a whole nother podcast on that, but I just wanted to let that, like, let that plant that seed in your brain of being the curse of the chill girl. Has being the chill girl ever really served you? Now, I will say I am very, very chill naturally when it comes to relationships. Like, I don't care if my man's going out or not. <laughs> just bring me chicken nuggets at six in the morning when you come in. I'm not bothered. Have fun. But in those kind of senses, like, it's normal. I don't think if you have a partner, you should be screaming at them for going on a night out and ringing their fucking phone every five minutes because you're insecure and you've got nothing else to do and you're sitting in at home. Obviously, if they're doing it every single night and it's disrespectful, that's a different story. But I'm quite chill with a lot of things. But I mean chill as in boundaries, you know, if they start taking the piss, if they're not communicating, if... They're just showing you a big disrespect and you're just acting like you're totally okay with it and you're not. Like, the curse of the chill girl is when you're acting okay with things and you're not okay with them. That's the curse of the chill girl. So just be wary of that as well because I do think that's a big problem in manifestation as well. If you feel like I have sent for you up until this point in this podcast, I want you to know I'm giving you a big virtual hug down your speakers right now. However, if it has triggered you then show a little bit of awareness this because I wish somebody had told me all this seven years ago when I was obsessing over things. When I This is my next point and my final point when it comes to what not to do. But when you're obsessing over something 24-7, some of us do have, I, have, I naturally have a brain where I obsess over things, I hyperfixate. I'm pretty sure I've got some form of ADHD. I'm not going to go get diagnosed or go down the line with that because I, I really love who I am and I've really learned how to navigate my brain and navigate the obsessiveness and the hyperfixation. And I'm quite lucky that I've been able to do that and it's not hindering my life anymore. But in the past where I have become hyperfixated or I'm in limerence with somebody and I'm obsessing 24-7 to the point where I can't enjoy my day-to-day life that is a real toxic sign that your manifestation is not serving you it's time to pull it back it's all that energy and power you're giving to that thing pull it back reel it back dj and pour all that energy love and attention into yourself because that obsessive behavior does seldom get you your manifestation because yes even if you do manifest in that state you're manifesting from a point of desperation and insecurity and it's like you're only going to lose it again or even if you don't lose it, you're going to spend your time being chronically unhappy when it comes because you'll be worried about losing it, which isn't healthy either. The more you can be obsessed with your own life, the more you can fill up your self-concept, the more you can relax your nervous system, regulate your nervous system, with e- which you should all be doing anyway, my loves. So I'm talking meditation, EFT is my fucking favorite, or um, breath work. The more you can calm your natural state, the less you will obsess and the more you can focus on your own life by getting a fucking life. So filling up your time with positive things, with positive experiences, focusing on your career, focusing on a hobby, reading. Like It doesn't even have to be getting out of the house. If you're an introvert, like getting a life does not mean going out and socializing and partying. It's whatever that means to you. It just means making your life as enjoyable as possible. And I really don't understand why you would not want to do that, even if you are manifesting a relationship, money, da da da. Why would you not want to have fun in the meantime? Your your manifestation is going to be fine. The obsessive, desperate energy is only going to repel it or keep it at least a little bit longer away in the future. So pour all that energy back into yourself. And if you are finding that you are out in social situations and you can't stop thinking about this thing, you're out with the girls or the boys or your family and 
instead of really enjoying your time, you are checking whether they've seen your story and how much fun you're having. You're only posting your story to the gram to prove to everybody how much fun you're having, or you're checking your sales constantly, you're checking your PayPal, or you know, you're getting on the scales every day and you're not enjoying, you know, the number on the scale isn't what you want, so then you're not enjoying the rest of your day and you're gonna beat yourself up for the rest of the day. Like, just stop. We're not doing this in 2024. You need to become present with your own life. It's the one life you have got and you are gonna be with you forever. So it really is important that you learn to love every bit of the journey, even if your manifestation hasn't come up yet. And when you do work on self-concept, regulating your nervous system and focusing on your own life by getting one, your manifestations fly in because that level of detachment is a superpower. It's a superpower. I have manifested, all the all the things I've just told you in the past 25 minutes, I have done. I am not saying this from a condescending patronizing way. I've been there, darling, I've done it. And I can tell you this way, my new way that I teach all my clients it's so much more fun. Like I said, this is all I'm going to be teaching you in the membership. If you want to join me and you want to get on my boat, on my boat? Yeah, we're going to float. We're going to float through life on my boat. <laughs> I don't know why I love an analogy. I don't know why I bought it. There we go. Or is it a metaphor? Either way, whatever I'm doing, I love it. Um, so yeah, we're going to float on my boat, join my gang, and I'm going to help you with everything I've just spoken about if you are really struggling with it. So I'm going to end the podcast on a faith note, because faith is my favorite thing on the planet, and it's free. It's amazing. And faith and fear both require you to believe in something you do not see. So we are going to turn our attention and our focus to our faith from now on. And I just want you to know that you can have resistance and you can still manifest. You can doubt something's going to happen and it can still manifest. You can be doing all of the things I've just told you that you're now going to fix up on and you can still manifest. You can never truly mess anything up, but I just want you to manifest in the healthiest way for your mind and for your life and to show you that there is a way to manifest very easily and magnetically in a fun way. A real superpower when it comes to your manifestations and getting into that knowing state is by having gratitude for the thing you want to manifest now. And when you have gratitude and you practice that gratitude for the thing you want as if it's already happened, you are teaching yourself that that is your new normal. And then when you teach yourself that, you find that less and less you have to like be obsessed about it. And again, when you connect to that, then your boundaries are easy to set in place because, well, I know my end result because I'm already grateful for it. So therefore, this boundary is just a part of the bridge of incidents. You can have whatever you fucking want. And especially 2024 is going to be your year. You are listening to my podcast right now. You watch my TikToks. You probably watch my YouTubes as well. I don't know why you listen to me chat shit about the manifestation in the universe all the time, but you do. And I'm so grateful. And because you do that, your life is going to change. Because the tools, if you take them away and you apply them, will make you feel like the most magical bitch or bad man on the planet. So even if you are doing all the things that I've just described in this podcast, you can make that change today and you can cut away from those bad habits. And they are habits and they are gonna take time to stop doing. But in time, you will stop doing them and you will become the version of you that just gets what they want on autopilot because they're just so infused with their own life and their own being. You are the best thing you are ever going to manifest. All the other shit is bullshit. It's all a byproduct. You 
are your best manifestation, the person you become in this journey, the self-concept you have, the confidence you have, the energy you project, the magnetism you have is your best, best manifestation. And you can have that right now and you can start today. And that's the note I'm going to leave you on. So I love you all so much. Again, I'm just going to say it one more time. This was a big sis talk, but I'm just sending you so much love down this down the podcast because I feel like it was a little bit more ranty than usual. And I'm sorry, but I wouldn't be saying it if I didn't feel there was a need to say it. And a good big sister would not just let you get on with that shit. I'm going to pull you back in and I'm going to teach you how to do it in the fun and healthy way. So I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas if I don't bring out a podcast before, because honestly, I have no fucking idea at the moment. Um, but in the new year, my podcasts are going to be more regular. I'm not just saying that. They are because I have a content schedule that I'm sticking to now because, you know, that version of me that has that business that I want, she's a bit more organized with this shit. So that's the discipline I'm sticking in <laughs> from now on. But I love you so much. And thank you all for following me. Oh, my God, I hit 56,000 this week on TikTok, which is just insane. Sorry, so I'm going to end the note on a positive for me now. This time last year, I just hit 1,000. And I was like, right, this this is my sign. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it big. And I started scripting that I had ten thousand followers. And I think I scripted it for six months in the future or something daft. And it happened within a month. I had ten thousand within a month of hitting one thousand. And now I have fifty six thousand. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have a hundred thousand by March. And that's exciting because that'll be just before my birthday. My birthday's in April. And I've hit nine hundred on YouTube this week. I'm just obsessed with all of you. You all. Give me the power and the motivation to bring you these podcasts and this content and the TikToks. And you honestly give me the reason to get out of bed. And you give me the biggest reason after suffering so much grief in the past few years to live a happy life. You are all the reason I am so happy and fulfilled today. And I just cannot thank you enough for that. So I'm sending you all so much love. Thank you all, 56,000 of you, for the support. I love you so much. <laughs>